0: weekly dish i'm stephanie hansen hey dishers it's stephanie march oh and we are here for you friends we had a week off and while it was glorious i was missing
1: talking (laughs) about food i was not missing talking about food because that's all i did was talk and eat and cook and drink are you pickled i i am
0: no well i don't know maybe maybe i don't feel like i'm pickled alcohol wise but There were days in the last 10 days where I'd be laying in bed. Yeah. And from all the rich food, my stomach would just be like. Yeah. I think I was
1: okay as far as that goes. I think I really sort of balanced the food. You know, I didn't, I wasn't very, I didn't go over the top with anything like super rich or crazy, but it was just the amount of people in my house (laughs) and how many times I cleaned and then used my stove, like cleaned it, got it dirty, cleaned it, got it dirty, cleaned it, got it dirty. I mean, like. There are Cheez-Its still on my floor, which I've refused finally to pick up because I'm like, I'm, I'm sick of sweeping. A dog will come over. You should, I, I know. <laughs> I, well, Where's I, that I know. Winnie the Moo? I know. Winnie the Moo needs to come over and clean up for me. But seriously, I that was it. It was just like, I was so sick of my own kitchen by the end of the week. I was like, I need to go out. Because I really did have everybody over. Yeah. It was really come over to my place.
0: We did a lot of weird. entertaining too. Um, I did end up going to my dad's for the new year. Yeah. And a friend's. And... At one point, we had 17 people in a four-bedroom house, pretty big house, five large dogs, like white Pyrenees, two black labs, a cockapoo, and then my dog, Nikki, who's like 40 pounds. And they were kenneled in like two rooms with gates. So it was like we had 17 people kind of in two rooms with five gigantic dogs. Right. It was hilarious. That
1: is pretty amazing. I know. We didn't, you know, overall, I would say that I was very happy with people coming over and the amount of people, you know, we had like at one point, uh, you know, for burn party, we had like. 20 people in my little tiny house. Oh, I forgot about you know? burn party.
0: I did see yeah. pictures though. Yeah. And it was, it was Someone really- brought Heather Manley brought the old fashioned fountain to yes, your burn party. She did. And we waited until the end to
1: unleash it on everybody. Like we were upstairs in the house, just cocktailing and having snacks and just being, you know, normal. And then when you go out to the burn there, the, It was set up, and it was uh, basically, yes, like a champagne fountain you see at weddings, but it was full of Manly's Old Fashioned Mix, which was delicious and fabulous. But... (laughs) But by the time you got there, so fast <laughs> and to slog it down, you know. And, uh, yeah, I've heard it from a couple of people that they think that that maybe that was their undoing, you know. So <laughs> it would have sure
0: been mine. I'll uh, tell you My that. next day of that after that, that
1: was 100% just a lost day. <laughs> Post burn party was a lost day. And that's okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you watch any good. TV or just
1: sex in the city. Apparently that's fun. That had a marathon on E and I hadn't seen, I mean, I, I was a sex in the city watcher for, you know, in the beginning, I think the first two years and then I kind of gave up. So I kind of saw all the rest of it, but it was really funny because I just didn't New Year's day. I just didn't move either because we had so burn party and then you had a lost day and then we had Jake has New Year's Eve party at my house. So then I had 20, you know, kids hanging out 15 kids and you know and we did cubanos the night before and then they were up until like five or six in the morning in my house and then they i woke up and then we made breakfast burritos that was the point where i was like i'm not cooking i'm done there's no more get out get out everybody get out (laughs) so it was fine it was good it was good It was very merry i'm very glad to reset i'm very glad to look
0: forward i'm very glad to like have some a fresh start i have a giant declaration that's just for you okay Okay, you ready for it? Is it your word or are we doing that later? Well, no, we can do my word. Okay. But it's, you're kind of part of my word. Okay. So, my, I'm trying not to do like big resolutions. I'm trying to focus more on like intention, thanks to Elizabeth Reese. Yeah. And I decided that my word was going to be trust. And I don't really like my word because (laughs) it means a lot of things. It's a lot of layers. And it's like mostly, I, I maybe should have used the word vulnerability. That's a whole different thing. But kind of that's what I'm thinking about in the aspect of trust. You can change it. You can make your word (laughs) vulnerability. There's nothing... You haven't signed a contract with the word No, I haven't signed a contract with the word. But so, for the first time in almost like my adult life, yeah, I didn't start the new year with like crazy health resolutions, Stephanie. Good. No like crazy dieting. No like I'm going to lose 20 pounds. No like whole anything just... I My word last year was quiet, and the year before that was balance, and in the balance year, I really started putting myself on the path to just taking healthy care of myself and yep. things in balance, Yep. and I've kept that up as a habit for the last two years, so I got to this year, and I was like, I gained a little bit over the holidays, but I don't have shame about it, I don't feel like I need to start starving myself It was just a really good feeling to be like, wow, I'm finally, I'm 50 years old and I can finally just moderate and live and be myself in my own body. Yeah. So for you, because I knew that was a lot for you. And that's about trusting that it's all going to be okay. That the universe is going to right itself. I'm going to get back to the things that make me feel good. And I can just trust that this is the body I'm supposed to be in. I just need to take care of the best one I have. Yeah.
1: You got what you got.
0: Yeah. So that's that it. was like, whoa, that was a big one for me.
1: That is pretty good. Yeah. No kidding. That is of all the years that we've done this. Yep. I don't have
0: like a <laughs> whole no, segment about dieting, Stephanie. An, you did Sorry, not show friends. Up
1: with a Tupperware of like a piece of lettuce. Nope. And, no like, carrots. Yeah. We amazing. are going to talk about mocktails, but other than that. Yeah. Dry January people hate me. That's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I think if I was going to say like, if I was going to set an intention right here, right now. Cause you know, I only expand, I don't contract. Um, I would say that my, I thought, I, th- I can't remember what I said last year. I don't remember if it was connection. I think it might've been like, I think last year I was thinking I need to connect to more people. I would say the thing that I need that I would like to sort of foster more in myself is follow through on some stuff because I get very scattered and I get lost in, um, the
0: day to day. Yeah.
1: And I mean, I know that my life is not normal and it's, you know, it's definitely can, you know, 12 hour work days. Someone was like, Oh, I'm working 12 hours. I'm like, I don't, is that a, not a thing? No, because we that, work 24 seven. Is that a thing? We really thing. work
0: 24 yeah. seven.
1: And so, and, and that's, I'm not bragging and I'm no, not, I'm it's just, not a bad, this, it's just what no, it is. Yeah. I'm not trying to be all like, feel sorry for me. I'm just saying that I lose some, sometimes I lose a little bit of intention. I think maybe my intention is to have
0: intention. That's a good one. I think that might be it. So, um, this friend of mine kind of took my other word that I thought was a great word that I think I'm going to piggyback on her and just not tell her. And hers was local discovery. So she wants to rediscover her town, her, you know, going to different restaurants, going to museums and things. (laughs) And yeah, like doing different local and just forcing herself to do other things and take the past left's traveled. Like instead of driving the same way to work every day, driving a different route to see what different things you see. Yes. So that's hers. I
1: do that all the time. Like I,
0: Jake's like, why are we going this way? I'm like, why not? You yeah. Know? And so you have to be intentional about getting out of your rut and your routines, right? Yes. So she doesn't know it, but I think I'm going to be like piggybacking on her word.
1: Good. I love that. Well, it's also, yeah, it's being be an explorer and living in your space. Yeah. Stand in the place where you live. Don't,
0: and now turn around north. in it.
1: <laughs> uh, okay, Dishers, we have a question on the Facebook page I wanted to ask you. You know, as we're going to be talking about trends a lot this hour, we're going to be talking about things, you know, looking forward, also a little looking back, um, kind of what's happening in the now. I wanted to know, what are you most excited to eat, see, or try this new year, or, and, what have you banished from your eating world altogether? Like, I'm going to eat more Indian food, and I think it's because I'm hungry for it right now. Yes, a masala, Yeah, yum. I'm just hungry for it, and for some reason... All the teens are into it. So we were talking about Palak instant Paneer pot
0: is crazy exactly. for Indian food.
1: Yeah, uh yeah, pressure cookers have been utilized in Indian cooking forever because it's easy to get, you know, lentils and beans mm-hmm. and dried things up. So I'm excited for more Indian food for me. Out stunt pizza topped with weirdo stuff. I just I feel like I get let down. I get so excited by like, oh, this one has pickles and tater tots and and I feel like I get let down every just going time. Back to the just going back to the sausage and pep. Yeah, or just really good cheese and you know mushrooms. Yeah. So send pizza. Maybe my I gotta maybe break up with it. So
0: um, what about you? I'm breaking up with anything that's probiotic. Okay. Like just I I mean that that's not true because I still love sauerkraut and I'm gonna make something with kimchi today. Oh good. Okay. Um, you are, you happen on a fermenting kick? I'm just I'm not like I've always wanted to love kombucha and the fact is I just don't. Yeah. I want to love switchel and cider tonics and all those healthful things. And really, I just don't. Yeah. So I'm just going to be okay with leaving that trend in my past and moving forward and just going, yeah, that's not for me. Yeah. 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 Okay. I am, so- oh, go ahead. I am, however, very interested and intrigued. I had my third CBD water that five watt made. And you liked it's it? Like I don't know what happens to you, but it's like. Drinking a glass of wine, but you just drank a glass of bubbly water. And it just feels relaxing, but you don't feel, it's very weird. Okay. So it does I, have an effect on you. A little bit. And, yeah. and I didn't think it would. I haven't had any effect by I gotta, any of the CBD stuff. I'm, have you ever had theirs? No. I'm going to bring you one because okay. I have a couple left. And I gave one to Julia and she texted me the next day. She's like, where did you get that CBD water? It was great. Oh, and she's kind of a manic person like we are. Right. So I think it just brought her like to a level of maybe normal people. I got like offended for a second. I'm like, I'm not as manic as Julia. You were all manic. Everyone who works here is manic. It's like a criteria for being on my talk. Oh, God, that's true.
1: All Um, right. okay. so I just want to give you some of the ins and outs people on the show page who were like, you know, what are you most excited for and what do you. Are you cutting out or whatever, being done with? So, in people want to learn how to cook Thai food, Brenda, and she wants out she, reducing waste food because she wants to be more organized so yeah. she wants to she's like I have
0: LA two Thai cookbooks oh good mm-hmm. she was very excited oh
1: gosh great so in getting better at weekday meal planning uh, also in utilizing grocery pickup services that's a cool yeah. way to kind of think forward our friend Jen she says trying one new recipe as part of my meal plan for the week that's what her in is I like that yep out she's grocery shopping at so many stores she wants to tailor it rely more on delivery services and free up time for
0: cooking instead this may be a this may be a thing yeah yeah, you guys, Instacart is a recommendation, I would say. Uh, they're carrying a lot of local foods. And One's Co-op is actually starting to sponsor our podcast beginning oh, this great, new year. Great, 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 And they have Instacart there, so you can get a lot of the local co-op foods. I would also say, someone mentioned this to me, and we'll break in just a sec. They were like, I don't want to shop at Amazon anymore. Like, I just feel like I'm not contributing to the local environment. And here's a total revelation I had. Shop Target. We live in Target's home base. Yeah. So if you are an online shopper and you don't want to (laughs) feel guilty about it, order from Target because they're here right? and the money stays in our community and there you go. You don't have to feel bad about online shopping. Who can say that unless you live in Seattle and you're an Amazon person. There it is. So, all right, we're going to take a break when we come back. Dry January. Some of you are doing it and mocktails is a trend and low ABV cocktails. So we're going to give you some ideas when we come back on The Weekly Dish welcome back to the weekly dish it is 2020 it is the new year we all start fresh feeling fresh and not so full y- yes <laughs> there were a lot of good people at i the was gym. full last night i gotta tell you we'll talk about that later i like to see the new people at um i like to see the new people at the gym at first i get a little irritated but then i'm hopeful for them
1: uh i i i, I uh, yeah, I don't belong to a gym because I'm an outdoor runner, but it's... Stephanie
0: March, I thought about that again, too.
1: Oh, can I tell you that I, I'm more excited than anything that uh, today I get delivered a new running shirt that has like a, it's called, a, it's like a balaclava or whatever they call baklava. those. Baklava. It's not baklava because that's, oh, <laughs> baklava <is> the <laughs> No, dessert. I think it is, though. No, I think it's a balaclava. I okay. Anyway, it's the thing we'll that out. goes over your head. Like your ponytail, it's a yeah. shirt with a hood and a face mask, and your ponytail comes out the back. Yep. And I am way excited about this. That's a
0: great running idea. So I'm excited. All right. So, are you excited about mocktails or dry January? Because neither you or I are doing it. <laughs> Can I just tell you? There's just this. Uh, this is it.
1: So I was at Ufta, which is the Travail Experience. Uh-huh. Lesson, and there's a moment where you go into a room. They do a field trip. And I'll talk about this a little bit more later. But they they, they were very respectful. And they were like, so is because they were going to pass out some Akavit. And they're they're like, so is anybody here not drinking? Anybody having a dry January? And the room didn't. There, nobody. in the, And so I raised my hand. And the, and then they all looked at me and laughed. Like literally, there was a point knew. that everyone knew. Seventy March isn't having a dry January. I'm like, I know. I just thought it would be funny. Okay, that is funny, <laughs> and that they all got you. They all did. They, like a whole bunch of strangers, even like. But Mike Brown looks at me. He's like, Pfft.
0: whatever. Okay, so no dry yeah, January. Sorry. I will say though, I went to um, play mahjong yes. last night. I'm trying to learn something new with some new friends. And I didn't really want to drink because it's complicated and I was stressed out that I wasn't going to learn and I was going to be that person at the table that's a dope. So I had like a cider and that was it. And that was like the first Friday night that I haven't had a couple of drinks in a long time.
1: Yeah. So and let me be clear I support anybody who wants to we do drinking. Yeah. I'm just because I can't partake in it doesn't mean that I don't think good on ya cuz good on ya.
0: Well, and a trend that we're generally seeing is the rise of low proof cocktails, low ABV beers, non-alcoholic beers, and mocktails in general. And a lot of people are doing dry January just as kind of a reset. I think it kind of goes hand-in-hand with, like, sometimes you've had excess during the holidays. Oh, for sure. You want to just cut back. Maybe you want to lose a little bit of weight because many people lose five pounds between Thanksgiving and Christmas. So whatever your reasons for dry January are, I just want to say... This is like such an incredible time to do this because there's so many choices.
1: Right. And and it is, it has been embraced by the actual beverage industry. And that's the difference. Instead of it, you go, because you still want to go out. I mean, you can dry January anytime you want by just staying in your house yeah. and not drinking. But if you do want to go out and still live a vital life in the city, there's been more of an embracement by the actual,
0: you know, the establishments. Do you remember, like, when I was pregnant and I would be like, "Oh, I'm pregnant. Uh, do you have anything?" And they'd be like, "Um, cranberry juice. Here's the Sprite." <laughs> exactly. I had exactly. I had this
1: conversation last night at the bar I was at, and how, and I was talking to industry professionals, and I said, "What do you guys think about this whole dry January thing?" And they're like, "It's cool. Like, they're down with it." And I said, "Can I be honest about something? I am a little bit ticked off that it is like pregnant women have been calling for this." For years, like for years, pregnant women for nine months of their lives are out. They want to be in this in the world and they can't find something to drink. And finally, I don't know. Is it the guys have decided now finally that it's important? Maybe. Probably. Maybe. And so like now all of a sudden we get to have dry cocktails.
0: That's right. Or uh, the the real the millennials, I hate to say it and talk about keep talking about millennials, but they're driving because they're consuming less alcohol than previous generations Gen X, they're consuming more premium. That's because they're smoking more pot. So they don't have drinking as much. Yeah, that's probably true, Stephanie. I didn't even think about that. No,
1: they're altering in different ways. We, our only legal way was ever drinking. Like, we weren't allowed to smoke pot. We weren't allowed to do anything else. I never
0: even thought about that. Nope, that's it. That makes a lot of sense. I've decided those things. Um, I am the trend master. (laughs) Okay, so the Rise of Low ABV beers, Low Proof Cocktails. Here, I did a thing about mocktails on the Jason Show, and I put a bunch of recipes that we'll put up on the Facebook page. Sure. There's just it's easy, right? Because you can do soda waters, you can do kombuchas, you can do juices, you can just do bitters to like flavor soda waters or to flavor things. You can use there's like these Q tonic, sodas. Um there is is it Hislap? Is that how you say it? Hislap? Yeah. Uh, which is a quinine tasting, oh, like tiny yeah. mm-hmm. syrup. Yep. You can make drink syrups. You can use shrubs, which are just fermented fruits in vinegar. And with all of these different things, you can make so many different things, right? Um. So I put a bunch of recipes up, and I've been experimenting. Here's the whole thing I think about mocktails. Herbs very important, like rosemary, thyme. Uh, uh, um rosemary, thyme, lemon thyme, mint, basil anytime you can like muddle an herb in something it completely is going to change your flavor profile Yeah, you still need to have like an acid right so whether it's a citrus or whether it's a shrub or a switchel or a kombucha something that gives it a little oomph mm-hmm. and then you have either soda water or juice or a combination of both in terms of the mix but yeah. so you're getting all of those elements Having beautiful cups, straws, citrus, all makes a delicious mocktail. Too true.
1: Also, Marvel Bar is going dry for January. And through, well, not totally dry. We'll talk about that. Okay. It's interesting. We'll be right back.
0: Hi, dishers. It's Stephanie Hansen. You know I'm a co-op shopper, and I would love it if you were, too. When I go to Lakewind's Co-op, I know that I can find my Peterson grass-fed beef, my pastures of Plenty pork, and my cottage on delicious free-range chickens. And when you're shopping at Lakewind's, it might surprise you to know that they've done all the work for you because they evaluate everything that comes into their doors. Their product standards require their products to have no artificial colors or flavors, no artificial sweeteners, no growth hormones. They are entirely in a safe environment for you so they've done all the work and you can just go shopping lake is in minnetonka Chanhassen, and of course i shop their richfield store but there's no membership required everyone's welcome to shop at the co-op and if you don't live or work near lake Winds, you can find the co-op that's nearest you and i hope that you love it as much as i do because really co-op shopping is where it's at for me i love the experience and i love lake and you can now order through instacart Welcome back to Weekly Dish. This is a fun day because we're kind of thinking about things that are coming.
1: We're thinking about things that we've done and eaten this year. We're looking at trends, both uh, forward and backwards. Um, one of the things we were talking about, we were just talking about dry January and this trend toward ABV, low ABV, or even, like, no ABV, like, completely dry. Um and I wanted to touch on the fact that Marvel Bar, one of our premier cocktail bars in the Twin Cities, is reopening after their Christmas break next Wednesday, and they next in their exploration series, which you know prior has been bourbon or brandy or whatever, and they sort of dig into what that means. The next exploration is dry. And so <clears throat> they're talking about how they're going to reopen, and it's going to look a little differently, and they are going to focus on non-intoxicants. And so that just means that you can order cocktails, but they will not have any
0: alcohol i love this idea
1: i know and you can still order let me be clear you can still order your favorite drinks like if you were if you and i went together i may try a dry drink but then i may still want like a you know like a A martini or something yeah Yeah. and you can still do that as well but i think it'll probably be a abbreviated list of the alcoholic things you can get but i mean it's interesting to think
0: that one of our prestige cocktail bars is doing that yeah it is really interesting and just too quickly two more things and then i'll be quiet Hairless Dog Brewing is a local Minnesota maker, and they have made a non-alcoholic IPA that's very good. You've tried it? I've had it. It was very good, and it was just like a very hoppy, piney, delicious IPA that you'd want. Yeah. And then Bauhaus Brew Labs has had a Hairless Hellas, they've called it. They've changed the name to Nah. It's nah. a non-alcoholic. Nah. And that isn't necessarily my favorite because it's a little light for me. Yeah. But, it's fun to see that a lo- local brewers are getting in on the trend too and actually creating six packs that you can buy yeah. of non-alcoholic beers.
1: Yeah, I'm not mad at that at all. Seriously. Um. It's kind of, it's kind of, uh, I like a little NA beer every once in a while. I mean, sometimes like you just want the
0: flavor of a beer and then you just don't. And I think for me, it's the social aspect of, I want to feel like I'm socializing and doing what we're all doing. I don't want to feel like I'm sitting over there with my Sprite, as it were.
1: Do you think like if you have a Sprite, you have to go sit in the corner? (laughs) You feel like that? You feel like you're at the kid's table. I don't ever, I, I, cause I often, you know, as much as I'm sitting here saying like, I can't support dry January, I'm probably... I don't drink as much as I make it seem like I drink right. and I also if I'm out at a place because I do have to drive home, I always stop before everybody else is done, you know? You do. And I you don't do. necessarily drink all of my drink. And that's not like oh, a see. that's just a thing of knowing how much alcohol I'm ingesting. And that's a I mean, I'm very aware of it and I try to make sure I'm in the right spaces. But um but it's funny because I sometimes, you know, just with my I switch to water and people never know that I'm not drinking anymore. I think it's about, like, you're still drinking. And I'm like, no, I've been drinking water for the past two hours.
0: Yeah, I think it's my head.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, and there is a place where you're like, people, and this is something that somebody, I had a friend over, um, Who was who was not drinking. And I think he was the only one of all of us in the room that wasn't drinking. And he and I was like, is it weird? I'm like, just to be the only one? He's like, it's really not. He's like, it's he's like, but it is, you know, he's like, people think he's like, it's funny how other people worry about you that you're not drinking. And I said, that is the strangest thing of our society. There is that that we all go because in a weird way, we think it's a reflection of ourselves. Like, well, I'm I'm drinking yes. and, I'm like, but they, and there's something wrong with well, me. Well, that's
0: the bottom line of the trust intention word, Stephanie, yeah. is everything is a reflection of yourself. True. So if you're feeling like you have to trust yourself that you can just be okay with uncomfortable feelings, with people judging you, you just have to trust it's going to work out.
1: Yes uh okay so going forward let's talk a little bit about some food trends and things that are kind of like I think what the everybody thinks is the big thing right do you have feelings like do you have feelings like knowing what the big trends are coming
0: well I do think that meatless plant-based is just I think we're on the cusp I think it's going to just explode this year
1: yeah I mean I think it is I think it is and I think it I kind of think it's got a bubble is my point. I do think that it's got the zeitgeist, and I do think that there are uh I think that uh there's a lot of action toward it, mm-hmm. so that it's not just baseless, but I do think there's a bubble to it, and I feel like I'm worried that there's going to be a hundred little you know plant based bowls <laughs> stores opening, and they're not that's not necessarily sustainable and maybe not here, maybe in California or yeah. in other places but i I do feel like we're going to see some closures of some of those little places.
0: I feel like we're going to see. I this is not a, cl- a uplifting thing to say. I think it's going to be a bloodbath here locally in terms of restaurant closings.
1: Well, I think the minimum wage mm-hmm. keeping rising makes people question about the profitability. And, and New the York potentials. just
0: raised their minimum wage to fifteen dollars. A lot of
1: people did. Twenty-seven states, but they did not.
0: They didn't um, it. raise for tipped people. Oh, so they had, they have a tip credit? It was no, you don't. I'm not going to say this right, but they did not raise the minimum wage on tipped employees for the restaurant industry.
1: Right. So that's a tip credit.
0: And it was very shocking for everyone that Cuomo didn't go along with it.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, because, yeah, the zeitgeist has been that. But I think the tip credit is what's going to help save your restaurants from having to pay or because they're not going to change tipping. I mean, Danny Meyer proved that it's too. It's almost too hard.
0: We haven't really talked about this. And I think it's a topic for next week. Actually, I want to talk about the three percent Service wellness fee. I don't want to do it today, but it's been bubbling up a lot. Yeah, so let's talk about that next week.
1: That sounds good. Um, so there's a lot of uh things besides zero proof drinking. The funny thing is, is things like boozy kombucha and alcoholic water, which is the hard (laughs) seltzers, are still going. So it's so funny that we have (laughs) we're doing dry or like no alcohol here, but then we're putting alcohol in places that. Maybe doesn't mean everything it. else, yeah, and has a health halo. So, like boozy kombucha, kombucha is supposed to be you know, sort of a balancing thing, and then you throw a little bit of booze in there, and that yep. I think is really funny. Um, people are talking still about alt milk, you know, we're talking about the oat milks and everything else Almond going milks, forward, yep. which is, of course, the dairy industry is sort of still like, come on, you guys. Uh, <laughs> plenty of, um, of, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh. Um, indulgence, uh, indulgence, like of the smaller areas, you know, like in terms of like being good and having your, that's kind of the boozy, you know, but boozy milkshakes, things like that. And like doing, you know, eating clean and then having a massive dessert. That's a big thing happening. Zero waste is big all over the place. Everybody wants to do that. How about the lab grown meat? Do you feel like that is a thing that's going to actually? Absolutely. Yeah, I do too. I'm not going to be happy about it. Like, I'm still going to champion farm grown meat. (laughs) But I don't. And I
0: also think that there's going to be a backlash to the big uh, meatless companies. Here's what it's going to be, Steph, because I wrote this one down. Better for the Planet Burger, a beef burger that supports regenerative agriculture. Yes. So we're going to be talking about regenerative agriculture and how that actually can be sustainable If you have the right farming practices, the right farming techniques, and can be, in some ways, an energy, because you can control the methane from the cows if you're not feeding them corn products, right? Yes,
1: yes. So that is a big, and that's, there's going to be a backlash against the big companies who are signaling their climate change virtue, if Mm -hmm. you will. And people are saying that they're trying to save the planet. Well, if you're funding like a giant conglomerate, are you really, what are you doing? You know, so there's going to be a little bit of that, I think, coming back as well. Um, Some interesting things uh, from TechNomic. They're talking about Instagram unfriendly food hashtag okay.
0: sad food okay this is so hilarious because i put my stuff on the grid this morning and you put your stuff on there last night i actually have that in there and i put it in there for you specifically oh is it in there is a bad food the least Instagrammable food ever
1: where do you have this it's
0: over on the right hand side oh okay and it made me just laugh because i was like this is a trend that stephanie march is going to get behind because you you like introduced me to cake rex yeah if you haven't followed that cake wrecks, it's like people that make cakes that are just totally Fails. ugly or disastrous yeah so sad food the instagram handle is pretty funny
1: yeah and i think but i also think it's kind of like again let's get back to the idiocy of a <laughs> latte shot that is the same latte <laughs> shot you took yesterday latte every freaking day what is what is the mind-numbing point of that <laughs> And so I think it's like that point where, like, you know, I mean, it's the same thing where someone goes, you know, high-waisted pants, those are so ugly. No, high-waisted pants are so cool, you know? So it's like everybody, everything that's bad gets good and good gets bad. It flips all the time yep. as we get bored. So I am happy for Instagram unfriendly sad food. I think we
0: need to have um, sad lattes. <laughs>
1: I just, I'm going to no start point. it. There's no point. Um, delivery-only breakfast menus from casual dining chains. I don't understand that. Delivery only breakfast menus was somebody that was a technomic
0: trend. Yeah, I didn't get that one either.
1: Whatever. Um, You know, there's a lot of free from packaging claims. There's a lot of this where people are... The the new sort of pedigree is not the farm where it came from. It's free from dairy, free from hormones, free from... Like, it's that purity that is free from GMOs. The Clean eating. P- yeah. But, like, the puri- purity of it. And that is interesting, I think. Um, as far as other things, like... They're saying that tasting menus are coming back.
0: Yeah, I read that. And, and I that the interested. fine dining experience is coming back. I know. And I'm and wondering about that. I
1: know, and I don't...
0: <sighs> I feel like that's going to be on the coast before yes. it's going to get here. And so I knew hang coming. in there, P.S. State, because you're the best.
1: Well, there's a lot of, I mean, I mean, if you think about it, Spoon and Stable is technically fine oh, yes. dining. So, of course. Well, and, of course, they are not. They haven't been in a slump. They're fine. No. So I think within those reaches, it is. It's, the Lex
0: is great. I was exactly. there the other day.
1: It's been back in small spaces. I think that on the coast, it's becoming that fascinating again. And I think as millennials get more money, they're going to take their food truck lives, you know, and their whole little hole in the wall things. And the ones who have the money are going to start looking for something more indulgent. And that's where that's going to come back.
0: That's funny because it's part of the liquor trending that I looked at. They talked about the premiumization. Yeah. That millennials are consuming less alcohol than previous generations, but they're trading up for premium and heightened experiences. Yes. So they're looking for a $22 yes. Instagrammable boozy milkshake. Right. Um. That's both memorable and delivers beyond their wildest expectations. Yes. So. You know, you maybe we'll see a bottle of Dom Perignon that they splurged for.
1: Yes. Oh God. Okay. I well, know. Gross. We've got more. We've got more. <laughs> uh, we're gonna take a quick break, you guys. When we come back, it is the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. So you can give us a call 651-641-1071. And if you wanna give us some more feedback on what you think is our trends coming, or if you have any questions you wanna tell us about your your holiday cooking, holiday, we'll take it. So we'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish.
0: Welcome back to the Weekly Dish. We have our hair tossed. We've checked our nails. Baby, how you doing? How you feeling? Feeling good as hell. It's the year, Lizzo, oh man. There's just no way of getting around no, it. No, there is so no. So you embrace and that. And why would we get around it? Well, you just embrace it or you get off the train. Yeah, I think that's Because she's, uh, I can't wait till the Grammy Awards. I know. Oh man, she's going to just tear it up. It's going to be exciting. It's, I think it's going to be like Michael Jackson performance worthy, Madonna performance. Like you can think of Ricky Martin when he first came onto the scene. Like I can count on my hand, like Grammy performances that just changed my like Macklemore yeah uh, and Ryan Lewis was in there for me like, and I can just I know it's coming, so I'm very excited about that. Um, in any case, we are talking at Stephanie portion of the show. If you want to call us, Diane is on the line and we will take your calls live. You can also tweet us, Facebook us, we try to get back to you. Someone actually asked me a question about something yesterday and I responded in real time because I was staring at my phone when the question came in. Yeah, and they were like, oh my God, you really do respond to everything. I'm like, we try. We try. <laughs> uh, hi, Diane, how you doing? Hi. Thanks. Good. Say, I was just wondering if either one of you have used or know anybody that has used the um, imperfect food delivery. Yes. Well, Stephanie has lots of feelings about it. Diane, yeah,
1: I do mm-hmm. the imperfect produce. Um, yeah. I. You they know what? I support. Produce, I guess you what they have more than produce as i understand uh yeah and I, there may be a couple different the one that i uh n- you know knew about was the only the one they only had produce but i don't know how you know maybe there's more offshoots now um mm-hmm. i have my feelings of it are just in terms of uh, understanding that this is a business, and it's not a, you know, they are trying to do something good for the world in terms of using up, uh, you know, produce that is not necessarily perfect and not store-worthy mm-hmm. necessarily. But I also know that there's a lot of questioning about whether or not they're taking food from food shelves because normally Imperfect Produce gets donated to certain food shelves and to different kind of uh, places. So, and there's the idea that maybe if, if places are then really kind of like if it's encouraging actually more yep. you know uh mm-hmm. imperfect uh I sort of a bias you know what i
2: mean yep yep
1: so yep. i don't know i mean it is a box of good vegetables and stuff that's fine and maybe it's cheaper and maybe it's doing something in terms of like stopping food waste but i think that there's a lot of questions about what the real intentions and what the impact is overall
0: Okay, maybe I'll do a little research on it. Oh, okay, thank you. Yeah, and I, we were talking about the hog shares that we got over the holidays, and a lot of that imperfect produce from one of her local farmers, she would pick up and feed to the hogs. Yeah. It's kind of interesting okay. to think about that too. Like, where does that imperfect produce go? How far are they trucking it to get it to you? What it? Where is the hubs? Where is the distribution centers? So one of the things
1: that I did learn is that imp- that imperfect produce has and like mostly what they are is a distribution center, and they are actually like a supply chain thing because they have fleets of trucks, and they're not culling normally from local farms here. They're culling from Chicago, so it's like you're not really impacting local farms with like getting their stuff or you're not, you're not
0: helping them. They're helping things in Chicago. So six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. Thanks, Diane. I really appreciate you calling in. Six five one six four one one oh seven one. Can I give you some hot takes that you might
1: be uh Please <laughs> Okay. You know our hot takes and our love of hot takes, which is of course just basically an argument starter, right? So they're talking about We le- need
0: more argument starters yes, in our life and just show. getting off the politics.
1: Right. I know. We have a hot take in the February issue of MST Mag, which is gonna be great, um, about eggs, and I love it. It's kind of a rant. But I mean it's um uh, it's, we have, <laughs> there is a list of things of like things you will likely click into because you can't stop yourself, which is hot takes are just clickbait. Right. Okay, Right. So here's, what do you think about this one? <laughs> Sorry to this pan. Cast iron is overrated.
0: Don't you think that would be a hot take? I wouldn't even click on it. Cause I'd be like, screw you. you would? really? <laughs> I'd be so mad. See? I wouldn't even click. Yeah. Would you click into, uh, six, five, one, six, four, one, <laughs> one, one, oh, seven, one
1: your waitress loves it when you call
0: her hun <laughs> no because i would feel like that's just total clickbait oh my god restaurants could be louder <laughs> that's just funny
1: all white wine is better over ice that's a hot take
0: i kind of you sometimes feel that's true that. i know i know uh, amy's on the line hi amy how you doing i'm good how are you great happy
2: new year what can we help you with so, I am making a deconstructed turducken for a tacky party that I'm throwing today. today. Hilarious. A tacky <laughs> party? That's funny. It is funny. My sister's turning 40. Good. Okay. Did we lose you? No, I'm... Oh, there you are. Okay. So, what's your,
1: what's your question or what's your comment?
2: So, uh, we're starting with tea at 4 and supper at 6. So, I'm trying to figure out the timing to make the hen, the chicken, the duck and the turkey. And the turkey's been brined and I listened to your Thanksgiving talk. Yeah. So I want to do the turkey early if I can to have it done and then warm it up at yeah. my sister's house. Do it. Okay. Is so it it's not <laughs>
0: stuffed it's not stuffed with
2: anything, right? Is the question
0: like when should you start it or Yes. How big how is how big is the I turkey? Do? Thirteen pounds. Uh, Two hours, yeah,
1: yeah, and 10 then you're per already pound. so you're already cooking the chicken, the the duck, and the hen. Yeah, okay, so those are all done, and they're not inside they, the turkey. Let me—that's clear. So it's not a turducken; it's just turkey turducken stuff.
2: It. Right. I I have to make all of them separate. Everything is either brined or prepped. Nothing's been baked yet. The party's not until four today.
0: Amy, I feel like I'd like to come over to this party. It's very <laughs> you ambitious. Have,
2: <laughs> exactly. This is we great. Signature drink free each, each thing. Do you Maybe have an something. Instagram,
0: Amy, that we can follow along while you'll take <laughs> pictures talking
2: her? Yes, I can definitely uh email that to you. That's good. Just email Please it. do. I'm,
0: I'm like, going to okay. follow along.
2: Yeah, I would say that yeah, I would get
1: your turkey I would get your turkey as close to done. Think about it in terms of like you can always warm it up at someone's house. Yeah. I would cook it completely and then, you know, kind of like let it warm up at the house in like a two hundred degree oven if you need to. Otherwise, yep, turkey is also great.
2: Room temp. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay, that's okay. Exactly what You're gonna, gonna, gonna be show.
0: great. Have a great so day. Much.
2: You too. Speak- bye bye.
0: Yeah. Uh I think we have to go ahead and take a break because we're coming to the end of the segment. I did do the reverse sear on my prime rib, Stephanie. It was fantastic. It was great. It was great. My husband thought it was a little too rare, but I thought it was just perfect.
1: I did. Uh, so what temp did you bring it up to? Do 200.
0: And then we did it at 500 blast. But I probably. no Internal temp. Do you know what? You oh, 120.
1: You did to 120.
0: 120. Okay. I maybe for him would have done 125 in the future.
1: Because if you take it out and let it when you're letting it rest, yeah, it goes up. I did, I underdid mine. I brought mine out at like 110, and I thought it would go up. It would, you know, kind of raise up some more, and it just didn't.
0: Yeah, but it was fine. I I love a it's rare roast beef reverse sear. Yep. All right, we're gonna go ahead and take a break, and when we come back, we've got Yuvang, we've got top two in hour two, and we've got more food trends on the weekly dish.